Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Gyroplane Flying Podcast. Well, welcome to Gyroplane Flying. This is Joe Cavelli, your host. It's a pleasure to have you with us. Today is Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020. This is our first live gyroplane flying podcast. Uh, typically, we've been recording these with, with various guests, various topics, or company updates. And we'd like to give this a go with having a live format so you listening audience can contribute and ask questions and, co- and offer comments on various things that we talk about. Tonight's program is dedicated to a lot of work that's been going on here at Skywheels with refreshing and bringing back on the market the Skywheel rotor blades. They first started flying those back in 1985 under the brand of McCutcheon Skywheels. And about 18 months ago to two years ago, we started refreshing them. And they're being refreshed and uh, worked on and manufactured at Blackhawk Composites in Morgantown, Kentucky. The team there has been working with us very closely since October of last year. And this past summer and into the fall, we had our first opportunity to fly a couple sets of newly manufactured Skywheels. And our guest tonight uh, for the podcast is Greg Bradley. Greg has been around gyroplanes for many, many years. He's been a pilot for 35 And he was uh, Air Command's test pilot back in the 2000s. He's very familiar with the Skywheels product as well as the Air Command gyroplane. And I'd like to bring Greg into the program. Greg, thanks for coming on Gyroplane uh, Flying Podcast. Thank you for uh, inviting me, Joe. Absolutely. We had a fun time this uh, last summer and into the fall, didn't we, flying uh, some new sets of newly manufactured Skywheels in Chillicothe, Missouri. And uh, we partnered up with Bill Kiefer, the other test pilot. Bill had very good things to say as we worked with the product and tweaked the product. And we wanted to offer the opportunity for you and the listening audience and listening uh, at this podcast after it is uh, broadcast live to uh, hear what Greg experienced firsthand we have a couple videos posted of both Greg and Bill flying their gyroplanes in the comments they offered back in June, uh, back in July, and also September. So, uh, but Greg, one of the things that I get asked all of the time is, are these new Skywheel blades flying like the original McCutcheon Skywheels made back in the 80s, 90s, and into the 2000s? Yes, they they are flying as well as the bar that was set from the first skywheels that were produced. Actually, I was able to recently, uh, right after this testing, to compare it to a set that I have, which is original skywheels. I was able to go right from the testing of the new blades to uh, my set that I had with my test uh, jar plane and uh, have instant comparison. And I found the new skywheels to be... uh, Without measurement, but my feel is stick and rudder and and push and pull and and yank through that they felt better than my the blades that I I fly with now uh, the old uh, I shouldn't say the old one but the original 
uh, Skyhill. So I was delighted to to feel the difference because I could go right from one to the other and 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 instinctively feel it. That's great. That's great news to hear, and I really appreciate you sharing that with everybody. I know the team at Blackhawk, as well as Jim McCutcheon and Jim Lizay, were also involved in refreshing and bringing the product back to market. And one thing we worked very hard on was keeping to the original process, tooling, and layup in manufacturing these so that they were built and flew like the originals. And even though we say they're newly manufactured sets of Skywheel rotor blades, they're actually following the process of the original blades that were made back in the 80s and 90s and early 2000s. Jim had manufactured 6,000 individual rotor blades or 3,000 sets of blades uh, back then. So that's really reassuring to hear, Greg. What were some of the other things you noticed in flying the newly manufactured set of Skywheels, the uh, 25-foot set? I know you started out with that set first. Well, right out of the box, I was uh, very impressed that uh, I didn't have to put the uh, blades out and string them. uh, uh, We put them right on the gyro plane after we put them together, and I flew them, and um, there was just one need for one adjustment right from the factory out of the box put together at Chillicothe and, and that was cord balance. Uh, as I was flying it on the first slide, uh, uh, I noticed that uh, the fiberglass enclosure around me was just shaking a little bit. Uh, the control stick uh, didn't show any vibrations. That would be a tracking uh, issue that you have to uh, make a fine tuning on. But uh, we got back down the ground and uh, we loosened the set screw up on the uh, on the uh, the hub bar, the uh, block up there, and uh, adjusted the the cord balance. Uh, just one flat, which is just barely uh, turning the wrench uh, one direction. We reset the set screw. Uh, got back in the gyroplane and flew and and all that uh, the little bit of a cabin shake was over with and uh, never had a tracking issue. We never made a tracking uh, uh, correction to it, and I just never changed it at all, just flew it for all the testing period without uh, readjustment at all. Okay, and how many hours did you fly um, the new sets of blades? I flew, uh, honestly, uh, 20 hours of air time. It didn't include passy time or warm-up time or anything or hops time. It was totally, I, I kept the clock that when I was off the ground, uh, I was going to guarantee the factory and uh, you would air command 20 hours of flight time. Right, right. And I know Bill flew probably another 11 or 12 hours. I think it worked out to be about 35 flight hours for both of you. Uh, reintroducing a product that had been made many years ago. There was about an 18-year hiatus in production, but we're doing the same exact thing. And on our website, we have at uh, skywheels.com or aircommand.com, we have all the destructive data that Jim McCutcheon did in the early years. So that's where you can find it if you're interesting. This is Joe Cavelli with Gyroplane Flying and also owner of Skywheels and Air Command. We're talking with Greg Bradley, who is the Skywheels test pilot. If you'd like to call into the program, you're welcome to do so. Be pleased to bring you into the program, ask a question, or make a comment. The call-in number is 646-668-8161. 
Let me repeat that again. It's 646-668-8161. You're more than welcome to call in and participate with us. We'd enjoy the interaction and questions. Over the time, uh, Greg, that I've owned Skywheels, I've heard so many wonderful things about the Skywheel blades, their performance, their reliability. A lot of people talked with me about high inertia, a high inertia blade, and really how that benefits a new or student pilot. Bill Kiefer spoke about this in the video that he felt these blades are really well suited for someone just coming into gyroplanes and the forgiveness that it's given uh, when uh, landing. Would you mind sharing some of your experience with flying these blades and the high inertia that you felt? Well, I, I had the uh, I was delighted to learn that I was going to be offered the opportunity to test these blades so much that uh, I just made it happen on my side. I went out and bought a uh, a single place Air Command. <clears throat> it was an older uh, design Air Command. It's uh, they call I guess they call it the low, low boy uh, style, what have you. But it was actually a gyroplane I had started flying uh, after uh, 2000, 19, uh, uh, 2000, the turn of the century here, that uh, is actually a local friend of mine who I met up in Menton at the PRA National Meet. And through the name tags, he saw it from Kansas City, and I saw he was from Trenton, Missouri. And, and he said, would you mind coming over and flying my gyroplane? I flew this jar plane that I have now and I purchased here recently uh, for several years. I'd go up there and fly it and actually was able to bring it here to my place uh, a few times and fly it. So it, it had the Skywheels rotor blades on it. Uh, moreover, uh, 1985, when I started flying Air Command jar planes, uh, I actually worked for Air Command uh, during the early Dennis Fetters years down at Liberty Landing Airport, and uh, I, that's when I flew my first uh, Air Command 1985. Uh, it had a 447 engine on it, and I had been an ultralight pilot before that. I had the uh, opportunity to be in the ultralight era in the 1980s, active with that after I got out of college. So I learned how to fly a gyroplane just by ground instruction with Dennis Fetters telling me what to do. And that's when I was flying the very first sets of Skywheels that Jim McCutcheon was sending us over from Colorado. So I, right out of the box, uh, right, out, yeah, right out of the box of flying gyroplanes, I was flying these blades. And I knew of no other blades. So uh, the way they spin up and everything else, they they. Uh, compared to the aluminum blades, they spin up just a little bit slower, but, you know, they're building that inertia that we're talking about. And once you get the kinetic energy up in the blades and the wind going through them during the flight, that they don't change much at all through all the regimes. I can give you the numbers if Joe wants me to talk to him about the different RPMs and the different flight uh, regiments that I put these blades through. And it doesn't really change. They don't really change too much. So, I, I was flying these blades and training in a side-by-side uh, air command. I have over 500 hours with these blades training pilots in the side-by-side old air command gyroplanes with the 532 Rotax on the back, putting out about 68 horsepower. Um, I'm going to say that was back when I weighed 195 pounds, too. So, um, But uh, anyway, uh, it, it just... It, I used them for hours and hours and years and years and years in the same set, and uh, they're bulletproof. They really work, 
And then when, when I found out that uh, Skywheels uh, had been purchased by Air Command and they were going to start making them again, uh, and then Air Command has been acquired by Joe and that he was uh, going to begin producing gyroplanes, uh, I, I, I reached out to Joe. I called him up, didn't I, Joe? I called you up and introduced myself. Yes, you did. That's how it started. So. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm delighted. I just, I, I had a blast finding these blades and, and having the opportunity to test them out. And they, uh, they are, they are a great set of blades. They, uh, I can't, you know, I can't say enough about them. They're great. Well, thank you for the compliments, Greg. And it was a lot of effort here by the team, uh, you included, Bill as well, and the team at Blackhawk to bring this to fruition. Jim McCutcheon, Jim Lizay. Jim was a second owner of Skywheels, and everybody was very involved in doing this. It really was a team effort. I'd love to have you share with the audience your experience in flying these blades and, of course, the numbers, too, that go along with that. Do you want to share with the, the audience some of the testing that you did with the blades, some of the the flight maneuvers and those types of things? I think people will find it very interesting, mm-hmm. and then also the results. Certainly, certainly. Um, Flying, a, flying straight and level, uh, going about uh, 80 uh, indicated. Uh, the, the flight RPMs on these blades are running around 376. Now, I was flying 25-foot blades, and that was the blade for the weight of my gyroplane. Uh, my gyroplane's right around 700 pounds gross. I have, I'm operating a Subaru engine, the EA81 Subaru direct drive uh, engine with uh, dual uh, Honda Goldwing carburetors, uh, and the model 1500 uh, carburetors on this this uh, Subaru engine, and so. Uh, but later uh, in September, when I went up to Chillicothe again, I just want to say this is that I did fly the 24 steps that the Bill Keeper was testing, and I flew those, and those those are flying straight and level about 390. Now, I think I remember when I was flying training with people with 25-foot blades on my trainer in the early days, I think I was doing just around 400 and 410 RPM on, on those blades. So I was maybe running them maybe a shy too fast, but I did that for years, and I was able to train a lot of speed in the, with those blades. So uh, other things that I did was uh, steep banks, of course, where like 60-degree banks, uh, you usually pull 2Gs, uh, force in the seat. Double your weight of the gyroplane in the turn at 60 degrees, and the uh, the you load the blades up more, of course, and then you're going to full throttle because as you're loading the blades, uh, your airspeed will slow down. So to maintain the resemblance of what your cruise speed was or your entry speed was into this turn, you you add a lot of throttle, and it, the RPM of the blades went up to 390 RPM. And uh, so they, that was that was good. So that's up from 376 from cruise. I also went to slow flight, which is a nose high and a lot of power and low indicated airspeed. And the blades stayed consistently at 360. So there's 16 RPM below the, the cruise RPMs. I also did a maneuver that I do uh, in ground effect along the runways is that I went into uh, the law of reverse command, or some people call it behind the power curve. 
and I go down I, I, like I'm landing, but I'll settle out about four feet above the ground, and and uh, and, and when the airplane when the gyroplane starts to settle, I'll start raising the nose and adding power, and you get to a point there where the gyroplane won't climb and it's not going to descend. And my indicated airspeed was around 33 miles an hour, okay? So the engine's screaming, I'm flying real low, the nose is high up in the air, there's a lot more wind in the, uh, in the gyroplane, the rotor blades, and that was the same as uh, slow flight at altitude. That was 360, okay? So I went up to altitude, and I did a vertical ascent. A vertical ascent in the jar plane is that you're flying along straight and level, and you just pull the power back to idle and keep the nose up and let the, bleed, uh, the airspeed bleed off to zero. And then the jar plane will begin to settle straight down, and the wind is going directly up from the bottom through the jar planes, uh, through, I'm sorry, through the rotor blades and the jar plane. And that was 360. So that was some constants that I found in the rotor blades. And then, uh, of course, we're flying in all kinds of weather. So I, I found some thermals on a couple of days. And so I uh, usually, you know, you see the, uh, the uh, turkey vultures out here in Missouri, and they're doing circles in the sky, and they're always riding thermals. So if you steer toward them, you're guaranteed to, uh, to get yourself into a thermal. So I decided to penetrate a thermal. And I don't think they were really violent that day. Uh, there's, uh, you can get in some days where uh, in an airplane, you don't want to be up in an airplane. But in gyroplane, our wings are moving around 300 miles an hour, so they're not so susceptible. They, they absorb a lot of this energy uh, through just a little bit of uh, increase in, in RPM in the rotor blades. So it, uh, the, the rotor blades went up to 390 RPM as I entered the thermal, and I, I was starting to take the elevator up. And, uh, of course, it will pick you up uh, several hundred feet. And if you don't want to go up, you just pull the throttle back on the gyroplane, just keep the nose and then straighten the level, and you'll come out the other side. So uh, on, the, on the edges of a thermal is the downdraft. Now, air coming up in a thermal has to be replaced by air at the bottom. So uh, around the thermal, air goes down to the ground. So you'll need a sink before you get to a thermal. And at that point, uh, it's funny, the, the gyroplanes, the rotor blades, uh, the sky wheels went down to 360. So there's that other constant that, that it had. So what do we have? We had an extreme of 360 versus 390 and a cruise of 376. That's my findings through everything I put it through. So that's not too much variability in, in RPM. So you're talking about inertia. Yeah, it maintains really good inertia and speed throughout everything that it encounters uh, in, the, in any uh, attitude of flight or condition right. of flight. Right. Thanks for sharing those details. I'm sure people find that very interesting as you look at the performance characteristics. I know you also did a cross-country flight. Would you mind sharing that experience with us? Yeah, I actually flew the gyro home uh, from uh, Chillicothe, and um, I only have eight gallons of fuel on the uh, on this uh Single place air command. So uh, I was always looking at the days where I might have a tailwind coming on. So uh, by by all means, uh, have a tailwind when you go anywhere. And uh, and so I flew it home, and I figured I'd have uh, three gallons left when I arrived uh, back in my place. I think it was 55, uh, 55 nautical miles is what it was. 
And so uh, I flew it in uh, an hour and uh, 15, about an hour and 15 minutes from start to, to taxi in. And um, uh, that was a really nice experience. It was a real smooth flight, and uh, just enjoy, I just enjoyed uh, going somewhere with the blades. And then when I was testing the the, uh, the rotor blades here at my home base, at, uh, I live in Block Air Village, uh, uh, northeast of Kansas City. It's an air park. Uh, I have a runway out back of my house. I have a hangar uh, 100 feet north of my of my uh, my home here. And uh, so I, when I would go fly these hours off that I, I said I was going to fly off to test these rotor blades, uh, I, I could go out for an hour and 15 minute flight uh, and then have my legal reserve in my fuel tank when I, when I got back home. So uh, you, what, you, what you do when you fly and you have a time limit and you want to go out into the boundaries of your range is, is you fly into the wind in the beginning and go out and uh, pretty much know what time you're going to turn around. And then you're able to ride a tailwind all the way back. And, and three, three out of, you know, 90% of the time I, when I got back, I still had some time back at the home field here to fly around some. So I'd do some touch and goes or what have you, stuff like that, and do some maneuvers and everything else. And then when the hour and 15 minutes came, came around, I landed and, uh, and put it up. So, um, that's kind of the, what I did with this jar plane, and I think it's uh, you just might want to remember that when you go across countries or you want to go out and see something, uh, try to try to fight the headwind on the way out and, and ride a tailwind on the way home, and you'll you'll never run out of fuel. You're listening to the Gyroplane Flying Podcast. This is Joe Cavelli. Greg Bradley is our guest this evening. We're ch- chatting about the new Skywheel rotor blades, although the uh, process to make them and test them, the tooling and molds, all those things are the same. So they're really not new blades. We're just bringing on a really good, we're bringing back a really good gyroplane performing uh, rotor blade system. Uh, some of the things that Greg has referred to is also posted on our Skywheels YouTube channel. So if you go to youtube.com and just search for Skywheel rotor systems, you'll see we have a YouTube channel and we have a couple videos posted of both Bill and Greg and their comments, as well as the flight work that they were doing that we could video record. We also have a video posted regarding Blackhawk Aerospace con- composites where the blades themselves are manufactured. Greg, what are a few other things that you'd like to share with our audience about your experience with the Skywheel rotor blade systems that are being newly manufactured? Well, some experiences I have is um, this experience of keeping them clean, getting out, getting out of the water and the rat and the sponge out, and uh, and uh, keeping those uh, brand new rotor blades clean. I just they're just brilliant red, and there's nothing better than something that's brand new in your hands like that. And uh, I'm not knocking my old ones. I mean, they're colored uh, red, white, and blue, painted real nice and everything else, but. Uh, you know, it's just it's just a delight to, to to have them and pretend that they're they're your own for a while. And uh, I'm going to try, I'm going to retire my blades, and I'm I want to get a, a set of 25s to fly around a single place here at home. It's just uh, because I did see a little bit of a difference, uh, especially after I was done with testing. Like I said previously, was that when I put these. Uh, uh, the, my my original blades on, I did 
notice a difference in performance on these blades. So I don't know. Uh, it's, uh, so uh, it's, there's no doubt that I want to get another set uh, of rotor blades for, for the single place. And then I got a, a two-place gyro plane that is almost complete. And I'm looking forward to uh, die wheels that are 29 foot that, uh, that meets the weight requirements of my tan gyro plane. So that's very much on the radar here real quick. And uh, I'm looking forward to the new year coming, uh, past and coming to us and, and all that it offers uh, this next flying season. That's one thing I really enjoyed working with you on, Greg, your passion for flying the Air Command gyroplane with now uh, the Skywheel rotor blades now that they're being manufactured again. We look forward to bringing out, by the way, the the refreshed version of the Air Command gyroplane kits here the first part of next year. Uh, a lot of things have been happening with both companies, and we look forward to 2021. We, we appreciate everybody's support awareness to what we're doing with both companies. One thing that I really enjoyed, Greg, when we were working at Chillicothe was your, and you alluded to this just a few minutes ago, is keeping those rotor blades clean. Otherwise, you're flying a dirty set of blades with all those dead bugs. And because of your passion in making sure those blades were clean, uh, Bill Smurdick, uh, one of the project managers at Blackhawk, suggested a bug cleaner. So now we have on our aircommand.com website mm-hmm. in our products catalog bug cleaner for your Skywheel rotor blades called Bug Slime. And the stuff works really, really good. We tested it at the factory. And so we now make that available. And it's all thanks to you, Greg, and your passion to make sure you're flying a set of clean blades and for Bill researching it and finding a really good product to share with our customers. So thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that was that was really good. I really learned a lot of things working with with Bill and Greg, and I appreciate um, Bill's, Bill uh, Kiefer, that is, our test pilot, and Greg Bradley, our test pilot, really learned a lot from them and through this whole experience. Greg, I know uh, another thing that you're very passionate about, something that's really emerging here as we move along with Air Command and Skywheels, and that is flight instruction. One of the really important things, of course, in buying a gyroplane whether it's new or used or bringing your currency back up for a biennial is flying with an instructor to get checked off and just recertified. Uh, what types of things do you want to share with our audience regarding gyroplane flight instruction? I know you're really passionate about it. Well, we, uh, we certainly could use more flight instructors and availability in the, in the gyroplane uh, community. Um, so I'm asking, uh, I'm actually reaching out to people at this time for, uh, for those who wanted to become a gyroplane instructors or they're, uh, they want to do an add on rating for, to be a gyroplane instructor or work toward one. Uh, I'd like to, and if anybody out here listening that knows somebody that, uh, wants to, get into gyroplane training, please contact Joe or myself, and we're more than happy to, to give them more information and to learn about gyroplane uh, flight instruction. There is uh, more than enough opportunity to be busy all the time doing uh, this instruction. I get calls uh, several times a month. I'm, I'm not presently training as I'm building, uh, rebuilding my, my two-place 
but uh, I'm still on the on the radar out there on the internet, and I get lots of calls from people that are looking for instructors. So the need the need is there. We just need to fill regionally, especially regionally. If we can get people in different regions of the United States uh, that are training actively gyroplanes, then that is the ultimate goal. Um, so, uh, like I said, I mean. If you know anybody at all, please put a plug in or have them call us, give them the Air Command number, and Joe will send them over to me to, to talk about it. Uh, we, uh, the sport is uh, Air Command is uh, putting out uh, producing gyroplane kits now, and we're going to have some new pilots out there. We're going to have people that uh, couldn't do it before, but now they can do it now, and there's others that's going to revive maybe their, their aircraft that they've had uh, back in the shed, they're going to dust it off and put new parts on it and, and fly it, and they're going to need uh, instruction to get back in the saddle again. So uh, I can't stress enough. Please uh, please come forward. If you know anybody, uh, have any lead-ins on uh, helicopter instructors or anything that they're looking for more work and uh, they love instructing and uh, and they would like to get into uh, job. So uh, thank you for that, everybody. Yeah, thank you for offering your time to that as well, Greg. And we put a lot of work into it, and we look forward to uh, seeing more more things happen here in 2021, a new year here very shortly. Thank you so much for sharing your experience with flying the new sets of Skywheel rotor blades. We really appreciate all the time and effort you put into this, the professional uh, approach to it and for sharing the things that you learned through these uh, recent months in flying the new blades here with our listening audience, Greg, really appreciate you stepping forward and doing that for us. And uh, we know next year will be a big year for, for both companies as well as, as well as you. So thank you again, Greg, for everything that you've done to help us uh, get to this point. Uh, My, my sincere appreciation and gratitude. My pleasure, Joe. All right. All right. So this is uh, going to wrap up our live edition of Gyroplane Flying. And Greg mentioned uh, if you'd like to get in contact with us, allow me to share the contact details for Air Command and Skywheels. The phone number is 903-527-3335. Again, the office number is 903-527-3335. If you'd like to email us, just go to the website aircommand.com, click on the Contact Us web page and just complete the email form very easy to complete and we'll surely get back in touch with you and forward any information over to uh, greg bradley if you have a suggestion on a topic we should talk about with the live program we sure welcome that and you can contact us via the same information by phone or email we did postcast back on december 7th related to sky wheels and i just want to mention this very briefly The interview was with Skywheel's founder, Jim McCutcheon. Jim is a respected voice in the gyroplane community. We had an opportunity to share some time a few months back, and we posted that podcast a few weeks ago. So if you do refer to gyroplaneflying.com, gyroplaneflying.com, it takes you to our blog talk radio channel, and you'll see the interview with Jim McCutcheon. On behalf of Greg Bradley, this is Joe Cavelli. With Sky Wheels and Air Command, we really appreciate you listening to the program and invite your listener comments to us at any point in time on topics we should talk about. Best wishes in the new year, and we'll chat again in 2021.